Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. Today, this is this is a real treat, everybody, because I have two experts on sex. Okay. So... <laughs> Welcome to the mic, everybody. Okay, two Canadian comedians, Eddie and Alfie. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh, baby! Oh, wow! Well, thank you for that intro. Jeez, I've honestly, I don't think anyone's ever, ever, ever heard anyone call me sexy before, which is troubling. Well, it, you could be fun or sexy. That's why I say both. So, like, you know. Oh, so you're, <laughs> so I'm, the, so I'm only here because I'm funny. <laughs> Not to be clear, it's not because I'm sexy. Okay. It's not fun and sexy. It's fun for sexy. Or sexy. <laughs> Thank God this is audio only. If one of you had to be fun and one of you had to be sexy, which what would you endow each other as? Honestly, Alfred's been working out lately, so I'd say he's the sexy one. Like I, I saw your arms last night, man. No, I'm sure would... you've been working out, right? I've been working out, uh, trying to trying to put on some math, but that's only because I'm trying to be as sexy as Eddie. Eddie uh, is oh. very sexy. Yo, I'll be honest, people come up to me all the time, and they're just like, Eddie? Wow, really good-looking dude. Is he single? <laughs> all the time. It's unbelievable. What woman talks like why that? Is she coming, and why is she coming up to you <laughs> to talk about oh. Ed? People trust me, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. For some reason. Um, no, but you're 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 two good looking lads. You're two good looking you. lads. You both do okay, I'm sure. Yeah, we do okay. <laughs> yeah, we do okay. <laughs> really, Edward, explain. <laughs> well, like there was that time where I remember like this was like last year. Uh, Alfred and I went to a bar of some sort, and there was like a lot of people dancing, mm -hmm. and uh, we saw like two girls by themselves. And Alfred and I went up to talk to them, and we're like, "Okay, our opener is gonna be, hey, how do you request a song to the DJ or some stupid what? shit like that? I don't know." But basically, we're like, hey, what's with the DJ? Pretty good music, right? And I I, they said something like, uh, yeah, why don't you go talk to him? <laughs> why don't you go talk to the DJ? Oh. And we're like, oh, shit, this is going better than I expected. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's not the best pickup line I've ever heard, I feel like. Uh, it's it's an opener. It's, it's a conversation starter. Okay, okay, okay. I yeah, think yeah. Eddie and I, back in the day when we were like early 20s, we used to go to the bar. And we took a very long break. So now we're back in the bars. We're trying to navigate. Okay, we're trying to navigate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're navigating. How old are you guys? <laughs> we are 49 each. <laughs> Alfred, do you have a pickup line? That you use? 
Uh, or conversation not. starter. I will, as Ed all right, so I will say this. Um, in person, I do not. But mm-hmm. when I go on Hinge or any of the online dating sites, I basically say the same thing. Yeah. Does it work? What is it? Let me have it. All right. I can't expose all my lines. Okay. <laughs> Come on! But when I match uh, with um, Asian women, I I will go. My mother w- would be so proud if she knew I was matching <laughs> with Asian girls. <laughs> Let's be clear. You're both Asian. <laughs> Yes, we Correct. are allowed to dispose for the listener. That. For the listener. Correct. <laughs> Where in Asia, will not say. But yes, the continent, yes. <laughs> it could be yeah. India, who knows? How does that go um, for you there, Elf? Uh, they love it. They yeah? love it. It's a good one. It works. Um, yeah, that's the only one I want to... I don't want to expose my other ones because they're too good, and I, uh, I don't want to... <laughs> you know what, people... <laughs> The trade secrets. Alf uses them so much that his keyboard suggests them for him. Like, if you want it's like quick access messages. He was like the, fr- it's like pretty much the first example of AI. Yeah, it's a uh, predictive language. It's really good. Oh I, just, I just type my predictive keyboard and it just shows up. <laughs> do you get, um, do you both get matches on dating apps? Well, for me, I actually, like, miss the entire dating app, like, kind of craze. Because I was, like, in, like, a relationship since, like, Tinder first dropped. Okay. Back in, like, the mid-2000... Was it, like, it was, like, 2015 or something, right? That, like, Tinder first, like, kind of came on the scene. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've never been in a relationship. I mean, sorry, I have been in a relationship, so I never actually got to do online dating at all but the prospect of it sounds like so frustrating and horrifying i know i i don't enjoy it at all what i do on a dating apps is like because i just i don't know i can't i can't bring myself to swipe on people like i just if i don't know the person if i haven't at least like seen the person or talked to them for a second like i can't find them attractive so it's really hard for me so like what i do is i swipe until i see someone i recognize from somewhere and that using them that way tends to work better for me then i'm like who the fuck where where do i know this person from and like i usually swipe on them and then that's my opening line usually like being like trying to pinpoint (laughs) together like where the fuck we know each other from. that's how i use dating apps Wow. I always feel it's funny when you um, match with someone that you know in real life, but in my head, I'm just like, oh, do you, are you matching with me because you like me? Or is it just like, oh, I'm matching because we know each other. Ha ha ha. I'm what the you... opposite of Ed, I would say. Okay. Tell, Ed, tell me. Ed just, Eddie just talked about missing the whole craze. I've been in it since the OG days, okay? Plenty of fish. Um, <laughs> yeah. Isn't the Christian fish? one? That's Christian no, Mingle. that's Christian Mingle. Uh, I feel like Plenty of Fish is a little godly. I'm looking it up. Sorry, keep talking, Alfred. That was from like 14 years. Um, yeah, that's like 14 years ago. That's when online dating was like a weird thing. Yeah. That's okay. the day. OK yeah, Cupid was the first one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it was one of the first. I did OK Cupid. Yeah. It's funny because back in the day, if you told someone, Oh, uh, how how did you meet this person? And they said online. Everyone would be like, "Oh my god, that's so weird." Yeah. Now, 
you go, how do you meet this person? It's like in person. They go, oh my That's god, not weird. from online. <laughs> yeah. It's a complete twist now. Yeah. So, uh, Alfred, okay, it says Plenty of Fish is a free Christian dating service oh. with more active conversations than any of its competitors. On you have on. to be Christian to use. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'm just finding this out now. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, you didn't know why your dates kept bringing up Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a coincidence. <laughs> So, Alfred, do you like? Do you know how to work these dating apps? Then, since you've got a lot of experience, like, because some people just yeah, it doesn't so, work for them, right? So, no, like, I get it. It's it's like most of my friends, they're very frustrated with it, and, yeah. and I get why. There's so much volume. People just ghost each other. People make plans and 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 then don't follow through. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just. Yeah, I just understand that uh, the territory is just going to be frustrating. That's why I, I automate everything. So, what do you mean? Uh, by that? <laughs> oh, I'm really exposing myself here. <laughs> tell me, tell me. I want to know. So, Alfred, Alfred yeah. invented Chat GPT, by the way. <laughs> so, so, it's like I approach it like beat prob. So, uh, what? for those of you who don't know, beat prob is like if you might have, you might go on stage and you're going to do like an improvised fairy tale okay you know certain beats you're going to have to hit but then how you get there is improvised that's how i kind of do it for um online dating okay what are the beats you're hitting (laughs) i can't believe oh my god all right so let's say for example um i'll use the first line right i told you the very first line um my mother would be so proud if she knew um I was matching with Asian girls uh, on dating apps, and then, and then you hit the beats. You, you, uh, do I want to expose myself, please? Please, please, please. Oh my so, you're gonna steal my lines, okay? You're telling Chris Angel to reveal his entire <laughs> Vegas act. Right and then I'll, I'll make a statement uh, about them. Uh, just like, oh, you seem like this type of person. Blah blah blah. Okay. And then. And then uh, I'll make up some ridiculous story about us, about how we'll never get along. We'll probably end up in divorce. Yeah, just silly <laughs> stuff. I'm just, I don't treat it seriously. Nagging, I just... nagging, nagging. No, yeah. it's not nagging, it's not nagging, it's not nagging, it's not nagging. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, and then uh, I asked him if they uh, want to grab a drink with me. I mean, that's pretty good layout. I... You know what? I yeah. I I'm sorry to the listeners that I can't get into more details. Um, yeah, you have to sign sauce. up for his class. You have to sign up for his yeah. class. It's behind like, paywall. It's kind of like how Coke keeps their secret uh, <laughs> recipe out my secret. Too, but, but yeah, we have like this whole yeah. Uh, whether it be like Hinge, Tinder, Play of Fish, or even on like Field, it's um you have beats that you're trying to hit to get to the date. Yes, because a lot there's sometimes is back and forth and nothing materializes, right? So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense that you're like, okay, you're you're trying to draw them in, you're trying to keep them interacting, you're trying to like do all that stuff. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just a numbers game at the end of the day. Um, yeah, even if even hypothetically, if you could get anyone you wanted in the world, 
Uh, you still try to find the people that you connect with, that you vibe with, right? So that's a, that's a volume game at the end of the day. Yeah, and they have to be Christian, as we mentioned. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, Alfred's also on J-Day, by the way. J-Day, uh, two mangoes. <laughs> Wait, what's two mangoes? What's that? That's, um, that's uh, primarily for uh, Indians, I think. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking it up. <laughs> I don't know if it's still a thing, but it was back in the day and all my uh, Indian friends were on there. Yeah, it's it's showing up. (laughs) There was no, um, so there was no uh, location filter. So you would just match with anyone in the world. That's interesting. Wait, okay, the the closest one that shows up is from 2012. (laughs) A post about two mangoes, so it's probably not happening anymore. (laughs) It is now defunct. Yeah. Um. Eddie, do you have some sort of a, you know, format for what works for you if you're doing like in person then? Like, where do you usually meet people and how does that usually look? Honestly, like, I would definitely prefer kind of in person, generally speaking, you know? I mean, like, but honestly, even that didn't work either. Like, I was like so, oh my God, so cringe. I remember I was like so awkward in like high school, like talking to the opposites. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, you know, okay, this is how awkward I, I was like talking to like women. When I was a kid, like, like, a, like I'm talking like maybe like 10 years old, I took piano lessons, you know, mm-hmm. and where like a teacher would come by, our teacher was a woman, obviously, and then like she would like teach her piano. Obviously, I don't know why I said obviously. But... <laughs> yeah, there's no way a piano teacher could be a man. Anyway, it's a softer art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gruff male hands can't can't handle the beauty of the keys. Um, but yeah, like my piano teacher would come by every week to teach me piano, and will sit right beside me. But I was so shy around women that I literally never looked at her. Like, I would, I would approach the bench, sit down, look at the keys, get up, and, like, walk away at the end of the lesson. Because oh I was that petrified to even look at her, you know? Wow. So, so, like, to this if she went missing, I wouldn't be able to describe her to the police. <laughs> if she went missing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no idea to this day what a piano teacher looked like. So, like, I think that still carries with me today. So, like, even today, I'm still, like super awkward around women for whatever are you i don't know i've never gotten that vibe from you well it's either like i'm like being like absurd saying the craziest stuff or something trying to make a fool of myself i think to like get them to like laugh at me with me first before like i say something like dumb or something i don't know yeah just is that why you got into comedy (laughs) that is pretty much why yeah (laughs) I mean, that's, like, I'm not targeting you, but, like, that's common to, like, reframe the way people are laughing around you, you know, to take control of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, it did help just, like, like, not just to talk to women, but just talk in general, obviously. But, like, um, improv and magic are really similar in that, like, the people, (laughs) guys only get into them just to be able to talk to women. Little bit, (laughs) little bit. Because my friend is so good at magic, and I asked him why, and he said it's just so he can, like be around women <laughs> and impress them with that's the only reason why he does magic um alfred did you get into improv to uh bang chicks 
<laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> I no. I I, I joined to socialize and oh, to sure. meet friends. Yeah. People friends. skills, public speaking. Yes, to help my presentation skills, so I could excel in the corporate environment. <laughs> <laughs> That's the official answer. I, I'm sticking with it. No, Eddie. He uses uh, comedy to his, his advantage. I once saw him host a show, and while he was hosting the show, he got someone's number while, while he was on stage. Okay, a tactic. Oh, An interesting tactic, yep. Oh, yeah. Man, I still, I still can't believe I did that. I was, like, so unprofessional. <laughs> so it wasn't a bit? It wasn't part of, like... It was kind of a bit. I forgot why it was I part of a bit. Just no, joking, the, it was part unless... of a bit. Yeah. Yeah, the audience ate it up. It was so good. It was such a good bit. Oh, like I think I was like joking about how like n- like dating Asian guys is like in general really rare in Toronto for some reason or something like that. And like uh-huh. that was like the reoccurring joke. I kept like talking to this one lady in like the front row. We kept do- doing this back and forth and at the end of the show, then I did that as kind of like, "Oh, if this fails, it's funny, and if it works, it's also funny." So I'm like, "Oh, well, I might as well try it." It's a good cap on the bit. And it worked. Yeah, the audience Ooh. loved and, it. And it worked. Uh, and what do you mean by it worked? It worked as in... Yeah, she actually gave me her number, but the producers of the show were very mad, apparently. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> to be like, that is, you know, it's fine as a joke, but... <laughs> I mean, I didn't, like, follow up or anything, but... No? No. I mean, like, to be honest, she wasn't exactly my type, to be honest, but... Uh-oh. Ed- Eddie, what's your type, buds? Oh, jeez. Let's get into it. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Buckle up. Let me have it. Let me have it. Here we go. Let's honestly, that brings me into my one of my topics. Oh, you fabulous. Know? Like, um, <laughs> no one ever talks about how truly rare it is mm-hmm. to see an Asian male, white female pairing in Toronto. There. I said it. I said it. I A-M-W-F, people. Oh, A-M-W-F. <laughs> Yes, thank you for the acronym. <laughs> I'm actually, no, it's super funny. I actually just started seeing a Korean guy. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm applauding right now. Thank you. Thank oh, you, yes. Aaron. Thank you for your service. We will, we're we're going to come over after this and uh, present you with a yellow belt. Okay? <laughs> wear it. You, you can wear it now. You can display it <laughs> at your house. Yeah. You're a true no, hero, Aaron. I, but let's not focus on it. What are you saying? Continue what you're saying, uh, Edward. Okay. Please. Well, just like honestly, though, like Asian men in general, I always found them to be like so invisible in society because, like, it, like every time, like, okay, first of all, for the long time, there would be like no Asian males in commercials. You ever notice that there'd be no Asian males in any commercial at all? So, but nowadays, with the popularity of like Squid Game and like Parasite and Physical One Hundred, whatever, mm-hmm. you're starting to see a lot more Asian men in commercials. And I have to do like a double take when I see one. Alfred, Alf, do you feel the same way? Oh, one hundred percent. And yeah, even it's like when, super rare. yeah, back in the day when there were Asian males portrayed in media, it'd be like a bumbling nerd or yes, right. someone with zero sex appeal. It's funny, um. When I was 20, I was at a bar, um, and I ended up making out with this white girl, mm-hmm. and she looks at me after and goes, oh, 
I didn't think Asian guys were like good kissers. Ugh, and she it was just like ruin it. <laughs> yeah, she was like genuinely shocked. It wasn't her being hateful or anything. It was just like general ignorance. Still, don't and, say that though. I know it's you... wild. You told her not to say that as you were handing her her yellow belt. Of course, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, <laughs> you took it back. You just like we're like actually. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, honestly, it's, like, uh, my type is kind of, like, I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, the, the, I don't know what it is. Someone that's not racist. Like a, <laughs> someone that's not racist, preferably. Ideally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let me just say, it's, like, uh, I'm full disclosure, I am in a relationship right now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going really well. And, like, I, it's, like, it's... I don't know, like, growing up Asian in the West, you grow up with this, like, kind of environment where, like, your t- your entire environment is telling you to, like, not find yourself appealing. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. like, not to find, like, look at yourself in, like, any kind of positive way. Like, you're always supposed to be, like, a butt of a joke or something like that. It's, like, even the idea of you being in love or in a relationship is, like, preposterous. But, like... Honestly, at this point, like my type is pretty much like anyone that's just like, uh, just is just okay with uh, seeing uh, like uh, pursuing a relationship with me without even thinking of my race in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just seeing me as just a guy, you know. So, but like that's 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 the thing about growing up Asian in the West, like in the early in the nineties and the two thousands. Oh, great! I'm aging myself. <laughs> You're like not fifty nine. <laughs> or not forty nine or fifty nine either. But uh, yeah, honestly, like at this, it's it's really sad. But at this point, my type is just anyone who just can see any romantic feelings towards me at all. Yeah. I mean, we're so informed by the media. Like, I talk about this in, like, a sex worker context or, like, a kink context or a polyamory context. Like, just how much media can inform people's, you know, types. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. um, And this is, like, yeah, uh, 100%. This makes sense why people have assumptions like this because all you're seeing in media because we're just like sponges you know for all these different types of media especially nowadays it's like so if the media isn't showing for instance like having romantic leads be asian men then like i don't know people yeah yeah, are gonna have a hard time picturing you that way or seeing you that way or just fucking seeing you at all (laughs) like as an actual fucking person exactly i think a very a very historic moment for the AMW <laughs> movement. <laughs> was, um, Are you uh, making this up right now, right? <laughs> no, it's a, no it's I, I don't know if it's a movement, but it's a thing. We have t-shirts. Um, we have everything. It's a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on on The Walking Dead, yeah. the first time, I think it was uh, in North American media where they showed uh, like an Asian guy with a white girl with Glenn and Maggie. Yeah, that, I... I my jaw dropped when I saw that live, by the way, on TV. I'm like, I, I think I'm dreaming. Really? There's no way this is true, right? Even nowadays, it's still, it's that shocking to see. Well, it's starting yeah. to turn around. I, I think there's like some like kind of like, you know, like those Hallmark style like movies where like those quick rom-coms where yep. the, the Asian, there would be an Asian male lead. So it's, it's very much starting to turn around. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's it's gotten way better now. Back in the day, you would have uh Asian like lead actors like Jackie Chan, 
like Jet Li. But the joke was always they would save the world or whatever. They they take down the bad guy, and there would always be like that cute white girl. Which if it was a James Bond movie, they would end up together. But with uh, a Jackie Chan or a Jet Li, the cute white girl would just be like, "Oh my God, here's the hug. Thanks. All right, bye." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most egregious example was uh, Romeo Must Die, starring Jet Li and Aaliyah. And at the end, Jet Li fights like a million guys, t- saves Aaliyah's life. And at the end, Aaliyah goes, Oh, here's a hug. <laughs> and that's how it ends. That's how it ends. Here's yeah. a hug. Jesus. No kiss. No like, kiss. Not even like, not even a peck on the cheek. Like, just, ah, oh, you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, pal. <laughs> it's like, come on. Wow. It's gently. But what, what can you do? That, that was the old days. But with this movement, Alfred and I are working on, <laughs> it's starting to turn. Do you guys, I guess, I don't want to, like, ask you to dig up any fucking trauma or anything. But, like, is that something that you come across when you are dating, like, on maybe on apps, Alfred? Is that something that sometimes happens? Um, like, like, does race, like, play an issue or play, yeah. uh, play a part? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I feel like anyone who matches with me now, um, I guess it's not really an issue, but uh, I will say back in the day, so, uh, when I was, like, 20 and on Plenty of Fish, you could filter on interests. Mm-hmm. And back when, back in the day, I was just, like, had very low confidence. So what I would do is I, I would search interests. Um, and I would search like K-pop, anime, <laughs> things like that, because I was like, okay, if they're like, they're into this, they're probably into Asian men. Yeah. Or they're like, which is funny. They're yeah. Either fetishizing you or that could mean a couple of things. Like, yeah. Yeah. Appropriating no, the sure. culture, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if fun- you, yeah. if you walk into a white girl's apartment and she has samurai swords on the wall, just walk right out. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because I, I thought back in the day that would give me an advantage. But I look back now when I go, that doesn't really give me an advantage because I'm not into those things, really. Right. Those aren't common yeah. interests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we all learn, you know, like that at that time in the world, it might have been like, okay, this is this is an in for me, maybe. But now we're like, ah, toxic. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And can we talk about again? Like, <laughs> society telling us to essentially, like, self-hate. And, like, every joke on TV for the longest time was that Asian men had small penises. Yeah. We've all heard this before, obviously. Yep. So, like, hearing that over and over again by my own television, it, it would make me think, like, oh, I guess, I guess I do, you know? And for the longest time, I thought that until, like, the times I've had sex, and like the one would tell me, "Oh, it's actually not. You're actually bigger than I thought," you know. And then like, <laughs> that backhanded like, really? compliment. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten <laughs> yeah. that so many times too. They're in shock that you don't have like a micro penis. I know We're just, it's like, actually shock. shocking. Damn. And I'll be like, "Wait, am I bigger than like some of the white guys you've been with?" And they're like, "Yeah." And like, yeah. "Oh, so you're doing so all right." Is, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have to grow up with, like, such, like, low confidence and, like, self-hate, you know? It was just, ugh, Western media, Hollywood, we're coming after you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and I guess to answer, go back to the, your earlier question, I'm sure 
Eddie and I have been disqualified by women before in the past yeah. because they probably made these assumptions about us and they didn't swipe on us because of uh, of their perception. Yeah, because honestly, I have Asian like guy friends of mine that get no swipes, get no matches, like nothing. Alfred, you should uh, help that guy. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, um, it is tougher still for Asian guys out there on the app. Give them your algorithm. You... Yeah, oh, give yeah, them your little format. The... <laughs> yeah. And then they it's just like, you, you eventually figure it out. You figure it out. Yeah, I don't know if people do, though. I think that's really savvy of yeah. you, honestly. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Some people don't. Uh, I guess they don't, right? But it's like how much you put into stuff like that. That's how kind of how much you get back out of it. So it feels like you put a lot of like energy into dating. And like some people just don't either don't have that or whatever. I don't know. There could be a million things happening, I'm sure. But like, yeah, I, I think Eddie and I, I think we were younger. We did struggle in the dating department. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But at the day, it's just like. Yeah, the world's unfair sometimes with these perceptions of us, but I mean, you can either sit there and just be like, I'm fucked, I'm never going to get anyone, or you just go out there and try your best and uh, get a little bit better each day. Yeah, and like you learn from, not you learn, but like you, I guess you learn, like when you do get rejections and stuff, it's like you kind of learn, like this is for anyone also, it's like that it's not the end of the world and that you're just going to get closer to the yes, you know, and it's just mm, a part yep. of life and it's part of process that you are going to get rejected. Like for anything in life, not just dating also like for jobs and for like whatever, yep. but yeah, it can, it can be tough for your, for your mental health, you know, to get rejected a lot. And especially if it's yep. like, you literally get no matches. Yep. Shaking my head. I've been there back in the day. It's uh, brutal. This is oh, a yeah. good-looking, fucking talented-as-hell guy. Like, sweetest guy in the fucking world also. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. no a thing. Nothing. Well, wait for Squid Game 2. <laughs> <laughs> All the Asian guys will be out at the bars right after the release of Squid Game 2. <laughs> yeah, we're all waiting for that. But... <laughs> Bro, we're gonna clean up after Squid Game too. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you kind of time your like diving back into the like... <laughs> Yeah, you know how people have like um, Black Girl Summers. Yes. Ours is yeah, when a, a big uh, Squid a Game Summers. Or the, yeah, Yo, Squid Game Summer. Yeah, this is gonna be a Squid Game Summer. <laughs> Post podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. 
And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. But, um, yeah, it's fucked, though, because I even have that same friend actually has the same feedback as far as how tough it is for them to get a job. Like, you know, growing up, it's like you hand in a resume, you've got an Asian last name, and you just get no, no calls at wow, all. Wow, even for jobs. Yeah, even for jobs. That that kind of shocked me, because I'm aware of this uh, sexual stigma thing, but right. that surprised me um, big time. You know, I have heard of, like, um, Asian parents... Uh, giving kind of anglicized names to their like anglicized first and last names to their kids just yeah. for that very reason i like i have heard of like the uh the odd story about that like like their their like parents last name would be like kim but they'll name their kid like devin um uh like devin, devin michael <laughs> devin michaels or something like that right you know? yeah just because, like, again, just to make their name look, quote-unquote, better on a resume, which is, like, kind of, like... That's fucked. Shocking. Yeah, it's come to that. Is, I'm assuming the thing is they feel like you're not going to speak English, and they just would rather choose right. someone that they know is going to have English as a first language. Like, is that it, do you think, or is there more there? Maybe. They're afraid, like, they wrote their cover letter on ChatGPT or something. <laughs> <laughs> you and ChatGPT... My parents gave me an English name when we moved here. I moved to Canada when I was one. My Chinese name is Fat Y. And, um, yeah, I would have been bullied so hard, I think, in school if my name was Fat Y. Your parents uh, really did you a solid there. They did me a solid. They did me a solid. (laughs) Those kids would have ate you up on the school year, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. Um, still though, you both kind of mentioned that you had, when you were younger, you had like a lack of self-confidence and like at this point, I would say about both of you that you're both very confident and seem very at home in your skin and yeah, I, and you're both attractive lads again, you're good looking lads. So like, how does one get from there to there? Or at least how did you? Honestly, you just have to read a couple of books on improv. (laughs) (laughs) may i suggest the ucb manual and uh, (laughs) improvised by mick napier (laughs) i don't know honestly i really don't i i feel like yeah go go ahead alfred yeah i think just like with anything is you don't go from like zero to a hundred i think you just take small steps i remember just going back to the apps again being on Plenty of Fish, even if a, a girl would reply to my message, I would be so happy. Even if it went nowhere, yeah, I would be ecstatic. <laughs> and then, yeah, you just build from there. It's like, oh, you start getting messages, and then, oh, maybe you finally get a date, yeah. right? Um, and then after that, oh, maybe they wanted to see you again. So it's, it's, it's a small step, it's small steps over many, many years. Take the little yeah. wins. Yeah, I think the little wins. Oh, that's so funny. Like <laughs> being happy with just them replying to you. Like I remember, like as a kid, uh, uh, take like talk about small wins. You remember like MSN Messenger? Yes. 
Yeah. We can see everyone like is like online or whatever. I see Q. Like Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. that old. And, Never mind. <laughs> and like whenever I saw my crush from school online, I would go mm-hmm. online too and I would just stare at their name on <laughs> 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 like, just their username. <laughs> And I'll be like, yes, we're both online. That like meant something, yeah. <laughs> it's getting pretty serious, bro. We're both online. <laughs> That's a small win. That's a That's small a win. A very <laughs> tiny yeah. little win. <laughs> oh man. I, I was like a wild kid in school. Like wild, wild kid. What do you oh, mean wild? Okay, so first of all, my parents, God bless Asian parents, but they do not do the sex talk, birds and the beast talk at all. <laughs> no? At all. They just never, make you never. figure it out on your own. Good luck to you. So, like, no one taught me about, like, masturbation and how you were supposed to do it. Uh-huh. So, as a as a kid, I'll be like, I, my method of, like... <laughs> <laughs> of like masturbating would be like making the the you know the Jay Z diamond you, you can do with your hands. Okay. You throw up the rock. Yeah, when Jay Z throws up the rock, he puts his hands together to make like a diamond. Okay. I would I would put that face down on the couch and start thrusting into my Jay Z <laughs> hands. And I thought that was the only way to masturbate. It's a way. <laughs> It's definitely a way. It's an interesting way. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was wild, and like, yeah, I, that means you couldn't. I couldn't really do it discreetly. I would have to make sure no one's in the house because I could only do it face down <laughs> into a couch. Yeah, you said a couch. Yeah, so <laughs> why oh, the yeah. couch? Why only a couch? Because like after you're. <laughs> Am I not? I feel like I'm not visualizing this correctly. <laughs> this is why the song needs to be on video right now. <laughs> so, like, after you pass through the Jay Z diamond, you still need oh to God. be like have some friction on the other end, right? <laughs> okay. So, like, I would have to use the couch cushions, okay. and like, dude, that wasn't even it. Sometimes I would like take the pillows. <laughs> oh my God! I would, I would go like completely butt ass naked. <laughs> Because my par- my whole family left the house every Friday night for some reason, and every Friday night I'll get butt ass naked and start blowing out the back of my pillows like for like for like hours, hours. And no one would be the wiser. Looking back, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Like, those pillows have seen some shit. <laughs> I want to know if there was a moment where, when you realized, like, that wasn't it. Like, you realized that you could literally just, oh <laughs> just God, jerk think... off like a normal person. <laughs> Funny enough, I think I saw, like, a teen movie or something. Like, one of those, like, American Pie type movies. Yeah. And there was a scene where a guy was, like, jerking off. And he did, like, the, obviously the normal way <laughs> you're supposed to do it. The way more efficient way to do it. And I'm like, oh, that makes, makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> That's why I don't let Eddie sit on my couch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he will fuck it up. Yeah, he's gonna fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, 
bro, your couch is looking bad right now. <laughs> oh, shit, it reclines too? Oh, shit. Some massage. Some have a massage function. Oh, damn. If I... Oh, fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah I, was, I was not a smart kid, clearly. <laughs> I can't. Um, Alfred, were you normal as a kid? (laughs) Yeah, were you not a freak like me? No, you know what? Uh, I'm just, I'm basic, okay? Even if I knew all this, like, dirty stuff, I'm just like, let's get it done, okay? I'm efficient. I'm efficient. (laughs) You you got a tight schedule. Although, I will say, when, I think one of my proudest achievements as a child uh, I used to jerk off as a kid with my right hand, and then I discovered I could do it with my left hand, too. <laughs> and that's one of my proudest achievements in my life. Was like, oh, I can, I, I'm a switch hitter. I, I can switch. So, to answer your question, no, I was not a normal kid. <laughs> that's your greatest achievement. Yeah, in life. Yeah. That's why Alf, Alf keeps saying he's ambidextrous to everyone. Yeah. Not because he can read, or, not because he can write, but because he can speak. Uh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And I mean, it feels different, or it's like you were just like, wow, I'm ambidextrous, and that was the win. Like, what was what exactly was? No, it feels the same. You're just a little bit more proud, I think, okay. that you were, you're able to do it both okay. ways. Oh my god, did that reminds me? Did you ever do like the stranger? I know you what you mean, about, I the think. Stranger? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that where you sit yeah. on your hand and your hand becomes numb? Yes. Yes, your hand <laughs> becomes numb and it feels like someone else is doing it, right? Honestly, to me, it never felt like someone else was doing it. It just felt like I got like I picked up like a tree branch and sort of some shit and like started rubbing it on my dick. It did not feel good. I don't know where the appeal came from. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with sex toys, I guess, is, is like it's not your own. There's like a thing that's facilitating the uh, stimulation that's not your hand. So it feels a little that it feels different. Yeah, I don't know. There's some about that. I was thinking about this, actually, because I taught like a virtual domination class recently. And um, basically for virtual domination stuff, like you're telling the person like you're doing a Zoom or a Skype or something, you're telling the person to do stuff to themselves and how that wouldn't translate, those activities wouldn't translate to doing them in person with another person because of that thing of like you doing the thing to yourself is like, that just feels very different. And you have, and then there are elements of like, you have complete control over like rhythm and, you know, intensity and like whatever, all of this, all these factors. And like, I was kind of like thinking like a stepping stone is using implements. So if there's like jerking off, then like at least use, you know, cause they're like, um, I want to say, no, flashlight. <laughs> can think of the word, but like stuff mm-hmm. like that, like, like sex toys, essentially just like whatever sex toys rather than your own hands that can kind of help bridge the gap or help kind of feel like at least it's not your own hand, skin on skin, doing stuff to yourself. Right. I, don't know. I guess the next level of that too. Aren't there a, a lot of um, sex toys where it's like app controlled, so your partner can control it from their smartphone? Can actually control it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Bluetooth oh. technology, sex tech. But Bluetooth. they're so glitchy and they kind of suck. Yeah, everything works off of Bluetooth. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> even, 
You actually accidentally connect to the speaker for some reason to the, to the app. <laughs> Vibrating now. <laughs> Vibration yeah. level 10. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how Bluetooth works. <laughs> yeah, like when I open my Bluetooth on my phone, there's like a lot of options um, because... <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. I never even thought of that. Yeah, there would be a lot of options. And how, how would one procure these devices is it mostly online or or is there a brick and mortar shop yeah you can get them anywhere yeah you can buy sex toys on like bluetooth sex toys online at sex shops whatever i had somebody who was like very confused one time they thought they had to i had to have the sex toy first to pair it and then send it back to them so like once they sent me like this vibrating bluetooth butt plug like that was meant for them but they sent it to me and i was like no i don't need the toy that's the whole point is that <laughs> you have the thing <laughs> and you just send me the link to the app. It was very funny. Oh. And then I just kept it because I was like, I'm keeping this. This is a good toy. I want to try that on Elf when he's on stage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? Why not? You know, I tried to... Aaron, let me get your advice uh, on this, okay? Uh, <laughs> I have a sex wedge and I offered it to Eddie to borrow... Is that weird? Because the outside is you can you can unzip it and wash it, right? It's a nice sex wedge. Yep. Um, it's nice for him to try it before buying it. It's like one hundred and seventy dollars for the sex wedge. Uh, is it weird for me to lend it to him if the the outside is reversed? Or you can take it off and wash it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I mean I'm a sex positive person, so I'm like yeah, absolutely. Just like wash it over and give it back to me. You know what I mean? You two are buds. You two are like besties. I Wait, feel like that's like, fine. Is the wedge heavy? Like, what is inside no, the like, cover? It's just, like, kind of... Some are, like, a memory foam-type material. Some are just foam, like a sturdy foam. Because the idea of the wedge is that it's it doesn't just completely compress like pillows. So right. it's... a Yeah, usually, I guess, a type of foam that, like, kind of maintains its shape. It's not heavy. Uh, okay. It's just, oh, like, so a big it's pillow. A stiff, it's a stiff foam. Like a stiff pillow. Yeah. Right, Alfred? Unless yours is different. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, no, it's uh, yeah, stiff. It has a little bit, little, little bit of give, but yeah, it's mostly stiff. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that's totally fine. I'm gonna use I just one got a text from one. Eddie. Actually, he said, "Let me borrow it, but don't wash it." <laughs> <laughs> On the condition that bro. you don't. Wash yeah, it. yeah, bro, you're exposing me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's cute. I like that. I think that's sweet. A wedge. Huh? It's a big investment. It's a big investment. So you want to try before you buy. Absolutely. Why, why? Why is the price point so high? It's just stiff foam, right? Yeah. Like, is there something more special about it that we're like unaware of? Does it play just music it or some shit? <laughs> I might have just got ripped off. I don't know. <laughs> you, you just bought it <laughs> off some guy. <laughs> Out of a it's truck. a good deal. It's a good deal. Bye, bye. <laughs> no, those things are expensive. I don't know the brand names. I don't know. You can depend on the quality, I guess. So it's worth it. But and also they're kind of investment pieces, right? So I guess they're collector's items. I, yeah, they're an heirloom. You can pass it down. Your kids. <laughs> heirloom. Oh my god. <laughs> this is how you were conceived. <laughs> and now you'll conceive your kid. Yeah, that. <laughs> better, better get cracking. <laughs> um do you guys use like i guess well i guess you said you use like the wedge and stuff are you adverse to bringing like toys and stuff 
into the bedroom. I know some guys aren't huge fans. You know, lately I haven't really been doing anything like toys or anything like that. But like, uh, I am definitely open to it. But like, the one thing that I've kind of been into lately is f- lubes, flavored lubes. There's one that's like blue, one that's blueberry muffin flavored, and honestly, <laughs> tastes that's pretty funny. good. That's funny. I like, I, that's funny. I like that. I'm like adding it to my coffee, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what? Actually, actually, my friend did like a mocktail event, and it was like some sort of a sexy mixer or something. So the mocktails, like the event, were sponsored by like some flavored lube company, and they actually made mocktails with some with like a little bit of the lube in it. Oh my god! Yeah, I'd be down. It's perfectly edible. Which is like weird. Like, how is it edible? Is it like glycerin or something like that, or like with? food coloring i don't know something hey, something food. whatever it is it's gotta it's be body safe at the very least body safe there you go <laughs> okay so into lubes into flavored lubes alfred do you have something that you like is the sex wedge making uh repeat appearances or is there something else that you kind of bring in sometimes uh sex wedge is okay i do like using it but it's not like anything mind-blowing it's interesting i feel like if it's more like a casual one night thing I don't go through the effort of bringing out things. But if it's like a longer term thing, then I'll set up. I have these like restraints that I put under my bed. Alfie! Um, oh Scandal! My with my last, yeah, with my last partner, uh, if we're in like group play, then we would talk about, oh, maybe we'll like introduce uh, more toys and things like group that. Group play? Alfie, what the fuck have we been talking about this whole time? 52 oh minutes God. in, you bring up group play. I'm like blushing over here. AMWF was the main topic. We were talking about. <laughs> you and AMWF. Um, <laughs> but with no group. Damn. Uh, my my last partner and I, we used to take girls out on dates together. Oh, amazing! Um, and it's funny because it's it's very it's just like a regular date. You meet them uh, for a drink. It's a very normal interaction, and then yeah, just. If it's it vibes, just go home together. Absolutely. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on group play? Is it overrated? Is it rated? Is it underrated? I feel like there'll be like <laughs> way rated. Is, is it E for everyone? Um, but like, I, I in my opinion, I feel like there'd be like too much going on. It'd be like sensory overload for me. But like, what are your thoughts on it? I love like a play party where you can just kind of chill and hang out so if you don't want to interact you don't have to or you can interact with the people you feel more comfortable with or in the ways you feel more comfortable but there's you don't have to like be sexually engaged the entire time like you can be there's snacks and drinks and like other people that are just there socially so you can kind of move in and out of like sexual stuff as you feel as you want to and like you know yeah if you're feeling like you need a break of some sort you know socially or sexually then you just do that Help yourself to a blueberry muffin, leave the orgy <laughs> for a little bit. Have a blueberry uh, muffin, have coffee. <laughs> there literally, legitimately was a hot chocolate machine at a recent play party I went to. And there was like all different types. There's like caramel hot chocolate, mint hot chocolate. There's a whole oh fucking machine. It's the best. <laughs> I would go there. I would go just for the spread alone. Damn. <laughs> go for the spread. Stay for the sex. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. The spread, there's oh. all the spreading going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what's funny about that? What? Uh, Aaron, I, I don't know if you remember this. We ran into, 
ran into each other at Oasis one time, and you were giving a fisting demonstration. <laughs> yeah, I <it> was. Yes. <laughs> And during your demonstration, someone walked in with McDonald's French fries. <laughs> and I thought it was kind of rude. I thought it was kind of rude because it, like, it stunk up the place. It was kind of distracting. We're trying to learn from you. Oh, and my everyone's, God. Yeah. It must have smelled crazy in there. <laughs> McDonald's fries. Jeez. No. Did you Claire, you did a really good job. You're a great um you're a like great teacher. You're a great uh Oh thanks. Like performer. Yeah, really nice. Oh, thanks. I did another one with another bottom um kind of recently and I really like doing that. I don't know if anyone from Oasis is listening. I'm I'll come back and do a fisting demo anytime. They're really fun. And these are like tutorials you could like sign up for? No, this is like um there's no entrance fee like to watch the demonstration or like the the be part of the Q&A or whatever, but like yeah, you just pay to get into Oasis and then you can come oh, into that okay. room if you want and watch the thing happen or watch for oh. part and leave. Okay. I'll be there with my hot chocolate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Aaron, can I ask you a, a an Oasis question? Absolutely. Um so Back when I was dating my, my ex, we used to go to Oasis together. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, um, a girl would come up to us and, and she'd be interested. Mm -hmm. uh, but then my partner and I, we kind of freeze up because it's like, oh, wait, we should both be into this. But are you into this? I don't know. Uh, if we're in the pool, we made we had the signal. Where it's like, oh, if you're you're into it, hold hands. If you're not into it, grab my wrist. All this like secret code. I love that. Um, but how do you? Uh, I feel like someone comes up to you. You're not in the pool. You just go. We need five minutes to meet and discuss. We will get back to you with our decision. <laughs> it kind of it feels like weird. That feels reasonable because it's like you might feel pressure to say yes if you're the three of you are standing there being like, ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? It's right. like. That is can kind of be a pressure situation. So I like actually that you're like, okay, like just give us a minute to confab and you know, we'll hit you back is totally reasonable. I like that. And I even, I love these signals also. Cause that's something that's like, um, that I've set up at Oasis also before, like specifically if I'm going with someone who hasn't been there tons of times and, you know, you've got to judge those things in the moment. You can't like as much as you can talk about your expectations for the night beforehand and talk about your mm. intentions for the night beforehand. It's like you also definitely have to check in in the moment because, you know, consent can change and you can change your right. mind at any time. Right. So it's important to kind mm. of do both. So I love that you're doing both those things. Yeah. And I feel like if the person is weirded out by that, that you two have to just have a quick conversation, eh, maybe maybe that's not the person to do that kind of thing with then. Like, right, that, yeah, that's that a red flag for me. Yeah. If they're like, that's weird, that I'd be like, okay, never mind. I'm like, we're cool to just stay in the pool then. Uh, that's my opinion. I don't I, know. Yeah, I that makes a, a lot of sense. I have a question about Oasis. Yeah. Would it be weird if I if I just showed up and did laps in the pool? <laughs> like if I, just, <laughs> like I had like a speedo, like the cap, the goggles, and just was like intense, intensely doing laps in the pool. Oh, I love that as a bit. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh. Isn't it even big enough to do laps or no? No. 
Okay. Because <laughs> there's also like tons of people in it. Yeah, should I get like mad at them? Like, bro, can you see I'm trying to do, trying to go for the record here? You go in with like the things that separate the lanes and pools. Like, you go yeah. in with that and you set it up and then you like, oh, that's a great bit. That's a great video sketch. I fucking there love that. Hey, Oasis, let's make it happen. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, would you ever do an uh, improv set with me at Oasis if they, they oh. would have us? Oh, 100%. Really? 100%. Especially because like, I've never been there. So I would love to even just like peek my head and be able to look around. That would give me an excuse to go? Oh, yeah. And plus, I yeah, that. I feel like it would be really fun doing improv in front of a bunch of like, even like partially naked people. I've never done that before. I wonder if it would inform our set at all. Yeah, Aaron, yeah. if you could... Um... Set Take it up. A, yeah, set it up. Set it up. <laughs> Talk to the virus up Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, so I wonder if this would, like, yeah, the topics would go to sexual stuff or, like, because you could also add in elements, like, you know, where there is, because they do sexual performances there, right? Like, they do demos, they do, like, people just fucking on stage and there's music on and blah, 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 and people watch, like... So if it's that, if it's just naked improv, you know, or if it's naked improv, but it's like naked sexual improv, like maybe, you know, like it's a bad porn mm-hmm. where it's like there's a role play and there's you oh. improvise oh, a that'd story, be funny. but there is sex involved. Like there could be a lot of really cool degrees of how you want that to look like, man, mm-hmm. that'd be, yeah, whatever you, whatever ends up happening, I feel like would be really fucking cool. I mean, that would be such an easy sell in the Toronto improv community. Come watch Ed and Alf do naked improv <laughs> at Oasis. They'll sell See, out. Sell out. Alfie and Eddie, I mean, it's a dynamic duo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we found your new niche. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just tour sex clubs across North America doing improv comedy. Just doing naked improv. Because they do a naked... Well, you're aware of this, Alfred, because that started our conversation about this. They do mm. naked stand-up there. So mm-hmm. as far as oh. I know, it's just like... Yeah, they just do whatever material they want, and it's stand-up, and people watch. And they do naked karaoke also. That's kind of similar as well. Oh, that's fun. I think there's you got something here, Alfred. Naked All right, improv. let's do it. That's let's exactly it. what the world needs right now. <laughs> It's exactly <laughs> <what they're like. laughs> something that literally no one asked for. <laughs> um, okay, so we're approaching the hour, gents. Um, someone's cracking a pop or something. Was that what that sound was? Um, I heard. I heard that too. Alfie, it was me with my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, is there anything we want to end on? I know you did have a couple topics. I mean, is there one that you wanted to finish on to talk for a couple minutes or anything you wanted to end on at all? Uh, just some closing remarks. AMWF, <laughs> the movement, truly progressive, <laughs> gaining steam. Uh, threesomes, pretty cool. <laughs> Flavored lubes. Hey, love them. Love them. And very delicious. Alfred, anything to add? Hey, if you don't want to go out and meet someone, that's okay. As long as you have a couch at home, that that can make for a good night. Uh, shout out, shout out to Jay Z for the inspiration. Oh, 
<laughs> and uh, and also, also for those of you listening out there, go out there and grab your yellow belt. Okay, please. Okay, I'm assuming neither of you want to promote anything. <laughs> uh, Canada, Canadian comedy in general. <laughs> yeah, go see some Canadian comedians. Um, in that case, uh, thanks so much for coming on. This was an absolute blast. I knew it would be. I was really looking forward to it. So thanks for uh, thanks for absolutely killing it. That was so fun and awesome. Oh, shit. Thanks for having us, Aaron. Thanks for having us, Aaron. That was very fun. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, okay, so then I'll do just my stuff quickly. Uh, for folks who don't know by now, I'm at the Lady Pim one on Twitter. That's where I'm the most active. I'm also on TikTok for some reason, at the Lady Pim. Um, Instagram is at the Lady Pim, at the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, the podcast has a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the Bedpost Show. We have a YouTube channel also. It is also the Bedpost Show. And I never like to go an episode without thanking the lovely Lady lady who does all the original music for my podcast stephanie copeland can can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com um next time we'll see you with another fun and sexy guest fun or sexy guest uh here on the bedpost podcast talking about sex and sexuality until then get fucked everybody good bye this podcast has been brought to you by the sonar network 